Welcome to the St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Week Faith Dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for the second week of Lent. Welcome, Your Excellency, Bishop Brennan. Hello, and uh, blessings during this time of Lent. How is the Lenten season starting off for you so far? Well, it, it actually quite well. We had our first couple of days of the 40 days of adoration, and I've been able to make a few churches. Um, and actually, later today, I begin a, a few days of retreat. So um, I'm actually calling in, as you know, from a retreat house and um, and putting this time aside to be with the Lord, to pray, and to ask for His guidance for myself and for, really, for all of us um, in the diocese. There's such an importance uh, for that uh, that individual, private prayer, as well as the communal prayer, isn't there, during Lent? Exactly. They both have very, very important places. So, um, you know, communally speaking, I I always say we don't choose our own Lent. We don't just say, you know what, I think it's time for me to do Lent. Um, We, we, and it it moves around. It's based on um, the lunar calendar and the the way that Passover falls. So uh, setting the date of Easter and then back into Lent. So in a sense, it's something that's given to us, not something we choose. It's something that's given to us, and it's a call. It's a time for the Church as a whole to stop, do things differently, all for the purpose of drawing close to God. You know, we had the Gospel of the um, Temptation, and in Mark's Gospel it's very stark, but basically it says the Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert. Well, the Spirit drives us, leads us, and then in the second reading, St. Peter um, says Jesus um, came and suffered for us to lead us back to God. So, so, um, so that's what we're doing. We're being led right now um, and drawn into prayer. So yes, communally, that's the case, and privately. We need to spend individual time in prayer, and, um, and certainly uh, for us as priests and for religious, um, it's it's incredible that that's built in that we need to take certain time to to uh, restore in prayer um, to give God this time uh, of prayer and retreat. The forty days of adoration is new for our diocese. Uh, why are we doing that this year? Well, it's a it, it, it's something that the evangelization committee and the different subcommittees proposed to us um, as part of our return. As you know, last year. In Lent, we actually went probation um, when everything was shut down, when we couldn't um, do all the things we normally do, including our public worship, which was a time of real loss and a time of suffering. Um, but as we, even though we're not fully back because of the requirements of social distancing, because of um, the risks that pe- people still face, We've learned how to mitigate those risks so that we can do some amount of public worship, but we're really trying to return. We're trying to build that up. And so this year's Lent is really about a greater appreciation of the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. And the Church has given us over the centuries adoration as a way of that greater appreciation. So that's the backdrop. That's why we're doing the 40 days. Um, But the... The fruits of it, it's just a, a wonderful gift. It um, resembles um, the ancient tradition of station churches in Rome and a pilgrimage. And 
in these early days, um, I've already encountered people who are going around visiting the different churches, um, making that part of their Lenten prayer, and that's that's terrific. That that that's been a a, um, a great thing. To, so that um, it seems to be sort of a awakening of spirituality that's already there, um, but just kind of stirring it up and um, deepening um, our time with the Lord. So it's physically doing what spiritually we should be doing in Lent, going to the Lord, spending time with the Lord, um, making that act of faith that Jesus is really present in the Eucharist. Now, each parish is uh, hosting the Adoration Hours, uh, and that list is available at columbuscatholic.org. This week, St. Joan of Arc on Monday, St. Mark in Lancaster on Tuesday, Our Lady of Peace on Wednesday, St. Mary the Assumption in Lancaster on Thursday, uh, Our Lady of Lords in Ada on Friday, and then on Saturday, uh, St. Mary in Marion. You can look at that whole uh, schedule at columbuscatholic.org. You said that you've already been at a couple of uh, the Adoration Hours. How have they been? I have. Wonderful. Now, I do have to give a disclaimer. The first day, um, uh, well, the first day was Ash Wednesday, and it was at the cathedral, but on Thursday we had a little bit of a miscommunication, and so the published time gave um, the impression of Wednesday into Thursday, and it turned out actually to be Thursday into Friday, and it was quite an undertaking to prepare everything, so... Um, they, they weren't quite ready to change the hours there. Um, they had everybody all signed up for the, the time. So, um, unfortunately, I think a few people made the attempt and, uh, and couldn't do it that first, uh, day after Ash Wednesday. But thanks to those who tried, my apologies. I really sincerely apologize. Um, thanks for making the effort. The Lord knows you made that effort. Um, and thanks for your understanding. Some of you have told me about it, have been just so, kind and understanding about it. But, hey, thanks to all the parishes, too, um, that are hosting. Um, and, uh, yes, I've, I've been able to make them, all of them up until, say, Tuesday, um, to, because uh, <clears throat> in the, these days I won't be able to make the churches until the end of the week, but I'll be united in prayer. I'll be praying in adoration here at the retreat house, praying and being in communion um, with those who are praying in the different uh, parishes. And by the way, um, you, know, you who are listening today, some you, you may not be able to get to those parishes. Um, you may not be able to get anywhere. Um, and, and, and so I want you to know that we're praying for you and ask you to pray with us. So perhaps um, you might just keep make that intention um, to unite yourself to those who are praying um, for example, today at St. Mark's in Lancaster, or um, uh, um, where, where did you say Wednesday was again? Our, Our Lady of Peace here in Columbus. Our Lady of Peace. Well, you know, so make that that act, that act, that intentional act, be in, in unity with those who are praying. So you know, we are all in the heart of God when we pray. So, um, so if you can't get to the church, um, by all means, join us by, in prayer. Bishop Brennan, you call us to missionary discipleship, and adoration is a primary way to encounter Jesus in adoration, isn't it? That's exactly right. You know, uh, it, 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 we we often get one aspect or the other of missionary discipleship, and yet how important it is that it's both. We begin at the feet of Jesus, and um, 
in, in, in adoration is almost the literal aspect of that. You know, again, we make the act of going somewhere, so we're going to be with the physical, sacramental presence of Jesus. And, um, and, and to be um, close to Him, um, to, so that, um, that, that we can let Him speak to us. Um, that's that's the beginning of missionary discipleship is to be a disciple to go. Um, what did Jesus say when you know um, his his invitation to his disciples was always follow me, follow me, come to me, and that's the invitation he gives to us this Lent, come to me. And the right of election, speaking of uh, being um, beckoned yeah. by our Lord, uh, so just happened began, over the weekend. Yes, we the traditional beginning of Lent. Lent is really has its roots in those days of preparation, intense preparation for those who will be baptized at Easter. And so, I gathered on Sunday with the um, the catechumens who are now called elect, chosen, set apart for baptism. And um, and so we gathered at St. Catherine Church. Um, we did not celebrate Mass because that reserved for after they're baptized. <laughs> so we, it's the, the right of election is the liturgy of the Word, the regular readings for Sunday, um, followed by that call to election. Um, normally, people come up and sign a book. This time they sign the pages separately um, because of social distancing, and then those pages were presented by the catechist for the parishes represented. So it was really very, very moving when you together with people who are choosing to embrace the faith, doesn't that stir something up inside of you about the faith that we, I don't like to use the word take for granted, but you know what I mean, that so, it becomes just so normal to us to, to stop and think, hey, somebody's choosing this, how important, how amazing, how bold is the faith that we profess? And if uh, our listeners uh, are not familiar with the process in becoming a Catholic, uh, it's um, pretty straightforward, Bishop Brennan. It is. Um, it, the, the rite of Christian initiation of adults is a, a process of preparation where, you know, you don't, you don't sign on the dotted line the day you begin. Where, so people begin as inquirers. So you, you, you might be listening and saying, I'd like to know more about the Catholic Church. I'm not sure if it's for me. Well, guess what? The right of Christian initiation is for you, because that's where you discover, where you ask your questions. Um, and the way to do it, the simplest way to do it, is just to ask your parish. Um, stop by and see somebody in the office, or give a call, or talk to the priest. Stop by a church uh, on a Sunday at Mass and just stop and, and speak to the priest or the deacon or somebody you might recognize as being part of the parish team. And uh, they'll help you uh, put you on that path. Mm-hmm. So contact the parish nearest you, huh? Exactly. That's simple. Good. That's simple. Or I bet I bet somebody could even um, email St. Gabriel Radio, and somebody would be glad to give them a little bit of uh, direction who they might be able to speak to. <laughs> Yes, yes, uh, that would be wonderful. And as a missionary disciple, all of us can serve in that role of of uh, articulating the faith and asking or answering questions and helping the individual crack open scripture, etc. Precisely, precisely. 
Bishop Brennan, can you close us with a prayer and a blessing? Indeed. On this day, on Tuesday, the day we're speaking, the gospel is the gospel where Jesus teaches us how to pray. It's part of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel. And so let's, in these days of Lent, sincerely offer our prayer united with Jesus in turning to the Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. May Almighty God bless you. And may the Lord make these days of Lent a time of deepening of your friendship with him in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us, Bishop Brennan, and uh, thank you, our listeners, for joining us for this Faith Dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan for the second week of Lent. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.